Okay, everybody, welcome to the Grubcast. This is going to be our first inaugural Thanksgiving show. We, we've tried to cover uh, many things on this show. We've done uh, restaurant reviews. We talk about recipes sometimes. We talk about uh, techniques sometimes. Some, you know, some food experiences, right? So today, before we get started, let's talk about the uh, Noisy Cricket Podcast. Just go check it out. You know, uh, you could, it runs the gamut of emotion, this show. You can have fun. You can be sad. Sometimes we're going to talk about intriguing things, and sometimes we ask interesting questions. Go check it out. You won't be disappointed. Also want to uh, shout out to the Pickle Wagon Pickles. You know, I've been making pickles lately. People have been asking for them. Hey, make pickles. All right, I'll do it. Pickles done. Delicious. So go check them out. Uh, but you know what? I, before we get started, I want to I say, you know, we have been, I've been doing uh, Thanksgiving uh, dishes for about uh, 19 years. At something about 2000, 2001, I was, uh, this is long before I went to culinary school. Just I, I was just making something. I, uh, I decided that I was going to do Thanksgiving a little differently. I went down to a place called Bristol Farms uh, in LA. And that's where we were living at the time. And I said, you know what I want to do? I want to do something special. I want to make uh, special food, and I want to pair each of the courses with wine. So I went to Bristol Farms, and I, I you know, got some recipes out of a magazine I'd seen. It was uh, the Bon Appetit magazine, 2001. I think I still have it somewhere. And uh, it's got um, it's the November edition, Thanksgiving, and it has all the Thanksgiving dishes in it. So... Uh, if you can find one, get it. But these recipes have been with me this long. It's going 18 years now. And there, I found one in there. It was called the uh, Sweet Potato Caviar Sour Cream uh, Appetizer. So they're basically sweet potato pancakes with a dollop of sour cream and uh, a garnish of chive and just a, a little hint of black caviar. Well, over the years, it's changed. It used to be just a, a decorative thing, you know, a little, couple little flakes of caviar to decorate. Now people scoop it on with a, with a shovel. No, that's just me. Well, a lot of us. So, um, so what we'll do is this. We'll start with that. Let's start, let's start with the uh, sweet potato pancakes. So as I remember it, we've been, I've been making them every year. I get requested every year to have them. And uh, the recipe, uh, the way it goes is you, take, you go get some of those blonde, um, they're sweet potatoes. Because the yam is the is the dark one, right? So it's the sweet potato. It's the tan, they're called tan sweet tan, potatoes. Tan skin sweet potatoes. Okay. Yes. So I, I usually get they say the recipe calls for two pounds. Mm-hmm. So uh, I usually get two to three, depend upon the size. And what you're supposed to do is is basically uh, tenderize them in in the hot water. So you you basically boil them, and uh, you what you want to do is you want to you want to leave the center of the potato a little firm. And you want to leave the exterior uh, of the potato kind of soft, right? So you boil them briefly, and then you pull them out and you stick them in. I, I like to I like to just shock them with ice cold water just to keep them from cooking any further. But the idea is that when you when you grate them, you grate them, and, and you're going to get some of the harder potato that's grated, and you're going to get this kind of slurry, this soft potato that mixes into this thing. And then uh, you add some flour, you add salt and pepper. You add uh, uh, scallion and eggs. 
Okay, and the egg is really there to bind the whole thing. The egg and the flour bind them. The seasoning, the scallion, uh, and I, I, I kind of go nuts with it. I kind of add here, add a bit here, add a bit there to, for flavor. So you grate it all up. Um, well, let's back up. After you t- after you shock the the potatoes, the, the the recipe calls you stick them in the fridge and let them kind of chill all the way through. And that really does help you because when you're handling these potatoes and they're they're hot, they're hard to handle and they're kind of mushy. But when you chill them, they get a little firm, so it's easier to handle, easier to peel because you can just rub them off with your thumbs. It, the skin just slides right off, and then you could take the grater to it and just grate it, grate, grate, and then uh, add all of your ingredients. Right. So once you have your once you take the flour and the egg and the salt and pepper and the uh, the scallion, you mix it all up. And you check the. I mean, it's hard to check because it's got raw egg in it. Most people don't like to. They don't like to uh, just stick it in your mouth and taste it for the salt. But I do. Yeah. I don't mind. I mean, yes, you could get some uh, salmonella in certain circumstances. But you never worry because you use your own farm fresh eggs. Oh, that's so. true. That's true. So uh, I do that, and um, once I get the consistency, that, the consistency I like about the potatoes, I like it to be a little wet. I don't want it to be sloppy wet. But I want it to be have a little bit of uh, little a little more egg, a little more moisture, so that uh, it sticks together. But then I kind of feel like there's going to be moisture in the end product. So uh, I take that, and uh, you kind of you, you get you get your mixture. Once it's chilled, you stick it into the you get set it next to the, the stove. You get some you get a pan full of oil and a shallow, you know, probably three quarters of an inch, an inch of oil in the pan, and get it up to a frying temperature. And then you take the you take your uh, spoon, the tablespoon, and you <clears throat> you make these uh, walnut size kind of uh, kind of little uh, balls, oh. and you take them, you stick them in the pan in the hot oil, and let them start to fry. And then once it starts to turn uh, brown enough for you, then you you kind of get the fork and you kind of smash them down a little bit to make them into a pancake. And then when they when they get to the color you like, a little golden brown, delicious, as I like to say, then you flip them. Okay, and then now you have uh, a cooked side that's kind of brownish to to some some areas are black on the edges are going to be a little bit black, but the mostly are just golden brown. Okay, and I prefer them not to be black. Yeah, that's black, my personal. Black's a little I, bitter. You get a little bitter. Yeah. So um, you do that. You you cook them all the way through. You're going to have a little bit of white in the middle. We kind of like the potatoes are still going to be a little bit uh, raw, not raw, no, but it's going to be cooked. it's going to be soft in the middle, but not dark. Okay, and then you just transfer them over to the paper towel, and uh, they're ready to go. You put you once you plate them, you put them on the plate, organize them the way that you want. A little get fresh sour cream, get the Knudsen, or get that other one that um, the one they sell at the Ralphs. Doesn't matter, just fresh sour cream. Dollop of sour cream. Get your uh, take some chive, and kind of uh, get maybe one inch, uh, three quarter inch, a uh, little uh, length of the chive. Cut them on the bias so there's a bit of an edge to it. And then take two to three of those little slivers and kind of garnish it with that. Yeah, but and, you're forgetting the most important part. After the sour cream, you put a little dollop of caviar. I was going to say caviar next, but you're absolutely right. The caviar does come first. Mm-hmm. So uh, you do the sour cream. You put the and, and it depends on which, how much you like caviar. When we began the whole thing, um, I'd say 18 years ago, uh, everybody, everybody was in my family. You know, Latinos, you know, Mexican people, and some. They were all new to the caviar. We, we weren't caviar eaters. We're not. We're not sitting around with, <laughs> with a cracker and champagne every night with a, with a little container of beluga. You know, uh, just kind of noshing on it. So, um, in fact, one of your cousins 
Uh, I remember, let's say, 10 years ago, she never really wasn't into him the first time we made him. And we were there at the house, and she finally got tipped in. Like, what is that? So she comes around, and we're all, you know, we're all enjoying and drinking champagne and whatever. And she comes over, and she goes, oh, gosh, those blueberries? Right? <laughs> and uh, we were like, no, well, just, you should try it, though. You should try it. And so she tried it, and she was like, and she was like oh, I don't know. But at the, but she thought they were blueberries. Uh-uh, she actually liked them, and she she liked it, and she thought she was eating blueberries. I think because she loves that. Everybody loves the appetizer. Yeah, it's so. a it's the best. It's my absolute favorite Thanksgiving thing. That's I have to have that for Thanksgiving, or right. I am not happy. And this recipe is now available online, right? Yes, you, you found it. Online. I found it. So what? Yeah. I mean, what's the name of it? If people want to go look it up. We'll try and post a link, you know. Yeah. But it's called sweet potato pancakes with caviar. Yeah. It's just so that simple. So the thing about it is, is that because they're uh, they're kind of jagged, you know, you get the the grates, the way the grate it's grated up, and the way it's kind of a a, a mishmash, kind of a, a kind of a slurry, you get uh, kind of jagged edges on the outside of the of the, of the little appetizer. So the edges are kind of crisp. The center is kind of moist and, and sweet potato, you know, and then you got your seasoning in there. And then the sour cream and the caviar, the little salt of the caviar, the creaminess of the, of the sour cream and that little bite of onion. It's just a, for me, it's, it's got a great mouthfeel. It's uh, the perfect bite. It, it looks good on a plate. Um, mm-hmm. Tastes fantastic with any kind of champagne product, whether it be a mimosa or yes. whatever. Uh, it just, it's all around good. You mm-hmm. will never go wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one that I used to do, my, when I was a boy, my mother uh, got me very, very interested in, in uh, double stuffed baked potatoes. She made the kind that had, uh, I think it had a scallion in it. It had um, cheddar cheese. She would take the, she would take the potatoes. She would uh, uh, roast them. She'd yank all the all the the stuffing out of it, leaving just a very thin little layer. And then she'd take the 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 filling and she would uh, put it in there with an egg, or she'd put in uh, a cheddar cheese, salt and pepper, and she would make this beautiful concoction. And then she'd put it back into the potato, and then she'd cover it with a bunch of uh, grated cheddar cheese on top. And then she'd uh, she'd roast them, and then she put that she'd go back into the broiler and broil the top so it was a little bit browned. Very very delicious. And then uh, years later, that's a, that's uh, years later when um, uh, I started doing them back in two thousand one. Uh, the recipe called for an elevated flavor, which was uh, scallion and um, no, not scallion, chive, chive and goat cheese. So uh, and these to me, they, I mean, the, my moms are wonderful because they're my moms, but the uh, the ones with the goat cheese and the chive are just. Yeah, I've so never decadent. had your mom's, but so decadent. these I do it. And you know, the, what I found, the trick is for me, is that what I, what I, what earlier on, when I, it would be a hit and miss kind of deal. Uh, when you're making your mashed potatoes, once you carve out the insides, the, the gimmick is you really have to bake that potato properly. If you undercook it, uh, the potato can, tends to be a little gummy, and then you have to figure out how to get that gum out of there. And how the trick that I found was to, to when you when you, you know, carve out the potato and you start making your your filling, you want to make sure that there's that isn't all starchy and gummy. And how I've done it is just add a little bit of water, a little bit of that water to the uh, the potato, and it, and it kind of loosens them up so they become less pasty. And uh, there was a couple of years in the middle there when I really wasn't knowing what I was doing. I uh, literally served these potatoes with uh, they were like um, oh man it was like a paste. 
It was a paste. That only happened once. It happened once, and, it was, and see, the problem is that I, don't, I never told you what year it was, yeah, but you vividly remember it. Yeah, because yeah. it was yeah. not right. It was a paste, <laughs> see? And, I, and, I, and see, the problem is I, I, I'm, I'm trying to pretend that no one noticed, but in fact, here, right now, there's proof it was noticed, right? So... So the thing is about it is that you want to make those potatoes, make sure that you bake them all the way through so they're dry in the middle, kind of the potatoes rather dry rather than gummy. And if it does get a little gummy, add a little water, and that could help uh, make them more uh, loose, a little more loose, right? So uh, what, we, what we've done is take the filling out, salt and pepper, add your uh, goat cheese, and I like a lot of goat cheese in mine. And then uh, you, you take those the, the small little uh, chopped chive, inside there and um you just make your slurry I, for me i add a little heavy cream yeah it says half and a half a little oh, i use heavy cream uh which is just going to have more fat content and uh also probably a little milk to loosen everything up um but you go the goat cheese the milk the half and half or heavy cream depending on what you like to do and butter and then buttered for flavor right uh so you make your your, your filling you stick them back in there and and what i like to do uh, the recipe, original recipe calls for a pastry pipe. And if you do it right, <clears throat> if you make your filling correctly, you get your, your pastry pipe <clears throat> that can be bought at any store. And then you, you fill your pastry pipe up. Use the tip that's kind of like a perforated. It's kind of it's kind of jagged. And what it allows you to do is put these nice these waves, like almost a finger wave inside the top of the potato. And uh, so what I do is I, I kind of fill, I fill the shell Take the shell. That's oh, let, let's let's mention something. The recipe also the original recipe calls for uh, when you bake the potato, uh, they want you to perforate the skin with a fork, little little holes in the, in the skin, mm-hmm. and they also want you to rub it uh, with oil. And uh, I don't know how necessary that is, but I, what it does do is it does uh, kind of uh, moisturize the potato, so it's easy. It doesn't break apart as easily. It's not as brittle, you know, which is nice. But, um, but so either way, when you when you bake your potato, you you take out the you take out the the potato inside. You mix up all your ingredients. Uh, make sure you taste it for flavor. Your the right seasoning and the right onion, whatever. Make sure it's right, and then uh, set it aside. Okay, you can take the to get the skins, fill back fill them. Just take a for a spoon and start filling the inside, and then uh, get your the rest of it and pipe it in. Put it in the pastry pipe, and then. Uh, pipe it over the top of that that filling so that you get a nice decorative look. And then what I like to do is take a little bit of uh, melted butter and kind of brush them over the top of those ridges that you just made with that pastry pipe and then uh, stick them in the oven. And those little ridges are going to get nice and golden brown. And I don't think you can go wrong with those. They're just amazing. Uh, Goat cheese, chive, uh, uh, double-stuffed baked potatoes. You can't go wrong. So you have, I found that recipe too. Yeah. So. so that one's called twice baked potatoes with goat cheese and chives on Epicurious is where we, we see it here. But uh, originally it was in the Bon Appetit in 2001. Um, well, it says, it actually says <clears throat> Bon Appetit. Oh, good. It comes from that. Yeah. Good. And the idea that somebody would actually give it a 3.5 out of four. Come on, man. What are you doing? It's probably because it's hard. What are you doing? Man? People oh, will, com- okay. people okay. will um, you know. Yeah. It ain't easy. I mean, it's, I mean, it's easy. But it's time-consuming and a little bit laborious. You know? mm-hmm. um, so uh, I also used to do uh, green beans, which uh, a vegetable I love to work with. You know, boil them uh, gently, uh, quickly, just so they're tender. Actually, a little under, 
under perfection, and then uh, you, know, you know shock them, shock them so that you stop the cooking. You know, ice water, uh, ice bath after. You know, boil them the way you want. Keep checking them, and because they they cook quick. Unfortunately for these, uh, like most vegetables, if you uh, don't stay right on them, you will miss the window, and the window is very narrow. Uh, so definitely stay close when you're boiling them. Uh, salted water, of course. Uh, you know, salted like the ocean. Stick your green beans in. Make sure you turn the tips off and all that. And then um, just stand close. Stay close. Because if you walk away, boy, you can come back to a mushy mess. You know? So uh, stay close. Get them done. Uh, shock them in the ice cold water just so they stop cooking. And then uh, you can go from there. Uh, the way I used to do is just a little bit of butter. Um, in the in the years past, I, I did uh, roast uh, toasted almonds, a uh, little bit of vinegar, like a red wine vinegar, and in a in a butter, kind of just melted butter, salt and pepper, and everybody seems to like them. Uh, but there's a hundred ways you've, to dream. Yeah, you've made them so many different ways that you know. Yeah. I don't I mean, know what's my favorite anymore. I just I love yeah. them. Yeah, I mean, they're all good. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? What else are we doing? You know, what you said you were going to do is um, something you did a few years back, which was a um, Butternut squash soup. Yeah, yeah. Now a, I don't, I don't a know. Moose bouche. I don't know. I, well, that there was a one year that I uh, found a recipe online. This must have been ten years ago or something, and uh, I just found a butternut squash soup. And actually, I think I found a uh, a red pepper tomato soup once. Yeah, the, but tu- not for, a Tuscan tomato. Yes, but not and, for uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah, this, but this uh, butternut squash soup I remember doing one time. I just did onion and garlic at the bottom of the pan. Uh, kind of, I, I just kind of sweated it out a little bit. And then um, I took the, took some uh, boiled but- butternut squash. It was tender. And then I uh, just pureed it with the garlic, that roasted onion garlic. And that's why, if I recall correctly, I, what I didn't like about that one occasion is it had a bit of oil, oil flavor. And that was from the, from the uh, sweating of the onion and the garlic. I don't know what this recipe calls for. I imagine it's probably boiling, is it not? What are, what are they, how, how are they saying to prevent this one? Yeah, this, I mean, this one, I, I thought it was just like, Yours, you're gonna, yeah, garlic. It's got garlic. It's got onion, chicken stock. How do they say? How do they prep it? Um, peel and dice butternut squash. Peel and dice carrot and onion. If you, you want, you want to yeah. do carrot onion. Mince the garlic mm-hmm. to a soup pot. Add two tablespoons of olive oil. Heat oil. Add chopped onion and garlic. And just sweat season them. with a bit of salt. Saute a medium yeah. to low heat till onion is soft. Add diced carrot squash, saute for a minute or so. Add a cup of chicken stock, making sure the vegetables are pretty much covered in liquid. Yeah. Add chipotle pepper or chili flakes. Yeah. That's what I remember you doing. You, you did a chipotle. I think I did canned chipotle, if I recall. Yeah, it's, a, it's just yeah. a chipotle you, pepper. You know what? I, you know what I'm going to do? Thyme this, and nutmeg. You know what I did, I did not like about that is I did not, again, like the oil flavor. I remember distinctly like putting the soup to my mouth and going, uh, I taste the oil. I didn't like that. So... I'm thinking maybe this year I'm gonna go a little different direction. I think I'm gonna take the uh, all those ingredients, onion and the uh, well. I may start out with the I'm gonna start out with this uh, chicken bone broth I found at the, at, the, at the Costco, and I'm gonna just do a boil. And I'm gonna I'm gonna put the onion and the garlic in the stock. I'm gonna I'm gonna season it the way I want, and then I'm gonna a little bit later after they tenderize the garlic and onion, I'm gonna throw in the butternut squash. And it depends. It depends. I, I don't know cooking time. And then I'm going to just tenderize everything, and then I'm going to season it the way I want, and then I'm going to pulse it in the uh, mm-hmm. with a stick blender or in the blender. Yeah, it's a blend till smooth. But um, I, I just don't want to taste that oil. 
That's all. And that and when you uh, saute or you sweat that onion and garlic, those savories at the beginning, it it uh, it does flavor the 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 end product. Oh, it also has half and half. I do remember you putting a little yeah. bit of cream yeah, in at the just end, a touch for finish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, for me, what I remember doing, what I liked so much, was I did them in the small little uh, little espresso cups. Yeah, nearly. It you know, was like one like an amuse bouche yeah, situation. Yeah. And so, I had them yeah. lined up on a long little plate, mm-hmm. and uh, then I I just put a like a little just finished them with some cream, just a, just in the middle. Didn't mix it, didn't stir it in. No, it was, just, it was like a little line, a little a, yeah, little squiggle of little decorative cream, thing. and you did um, a little tiny bit of of. In this, it, it must be yeah. this recipe because it calls for thyme sprigs, the yeah. leaves only, thyme. or mm. um, yeah, nutmeg, thyme. fresh yeah. ground nutmeg. So you anything do would, a little anything bit look good, yeah. or croutons. Yeah, yeah. It says croutons for garnish, parmesan for garnish, fresh thyme for garnish, whatever yeah. you want. Yeah. So that, that sounds awesome, mm-hmm. but I if I I don't want to taste the oil. That's what really I, threw yeah, me. I don't off. remember. The I know. I know, I know. I remember it being delicious. Yeah. I, yeah. But you know, um, picky, you're picky. picky. Yeah. I don't. I don't like to taste that. If you taste the oil, it kind of ruins it for me. Well. Anyways, so um, that's going to be good. Mm-hmm. And uh, what else did we had something else on the on, oh yeah, Brussels, Brussels sprouts. sprouts. Now, how are we going to do those babies? You know, there's so many ways yeah. nowadays. Okay. You know, we, you were talking about uh, our children uh, when I was working at at a restaurant. Five six years ago, uh, they it was a it was a uh, vegan farm to table joint, or they had a, very, a lot of fresh veg, and um, they roasted everything. They took the butternut squash, sliced it thin, uh, seasoned it, stuck it in the oven with a little olive oil, and it roasted it, and it was just beautiful. Mm-hmm. And they did that with Brussels sprouts. They did that with. Um, uh, broccoli, cauliflower, cauliflower, all that. Mm-hmm. So you're thinking something like that, huh? That's something I was thinking, but because we don't usually do that for Thanksgiving, yeah. usually you do, you know, some, some I don't know, uh, you, you know more you, wet you, mixture, you know, right? You know, you know what really, I don't know what came to my mind right now, but um, doing what you roast all those veg. Mm-hmm. And then I was thinking maybe some uh, pumpkin seed, like, for, uh, like a roasted pumpkin seed. And I don't know why, but like a little bit of uh, olive oil. Salt and pepper, um, you know. Then I was thinking roasted garlic. You know. Like, yeah, I know you like roasted garlic. I don't know. I I, yeah. I, I just thinking, know I like the roasted vegetables. I've seen you've done a couple um, Brussels sprout uh, recipes, or maybe not recipes. You just threw something together that has been delicious. I did find one um, in a new the new Bon Appetit magazine. That um yeah the new one for this for Thanksgiving yeah. and they have a recipe in here that sounds pretty tasty which is, is Brussels sprouts what with pistachios and lime like lime juice well it says Brussels sprouts trimmed vegetable oil kosher Brussels salt um raw lime. pistachios date molasses or honey no zest of lime yeah. and fresh uh yeah fresh two tablespoons of fresh yeah. lime juice yeah and red chili pepper flakes yeah so <clears throat> yeah I'm hearing you it. I just Sounds don't, I don't, good I don't to like, me. I don't like molasses. Well, you don't have to. It says or honey. Yeah, a little tiny bit of sweetness to yeah, it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. there it is. Yeah. It's, it's well, fine. if you don't I'm want sure. it to be I'm sweet, sure. you just want it to be more savory, just pull. Yeah. Don't do the don't do the honey. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I don't mind honey. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Whatever I'm feeling that day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I said, and I said I wanted to do uh, the uh, dessert and I, and I saw this dessert, you know, like I don't really like uh, cakes and pies 
and things like that so much. You know, I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan because uh, after the meal's over, you know, you've you've had the turkey, you've had the mashed taters, you've had uh, every you know olive oil, everything's all been heavy and and uh, you've had the sweet potatoes and you've had the cranberry sauce. You know, the cranberry sauce is sweet in of itself, and uh, you're kind of you're just wore out. You're just fatted out. It's just all fat and salt and oh, you're just luxuriously chubby, right? So at the end of a meal, like uh, pumpkin pie does work, but it's kind of I'm tired, you know, like uh I mean, and it has to be <laughs> has to be an exceptional pumpkin pie for me too. And it's rare you find a, an exceptional pumpkin pie. Um so, you know, something different. So this is what I thought. Uh I saw the movie Chef came out, I don't know, 8 years ago. Nine years ago, and in that movie, uh, he made uh, his own uh, kind of caramelized sugar concoction, and he, uh, you know, he, he took a, uh, some table sugar, and then he uh, caramelized it, and uh, then broke it up into a powder, smashed it with a with something heavy, and then made these uh, gran- granules and also a little bit of powder. He took uh, blackberries, blueberries, and strawberry slices. And uh, mixed them up into this this you know caramelized sugar concoction, and uh, then uh, made his own whipped cream, and served it in little served it in little bowls with uh, fresh uh, whipped cream. You know, creme fraiche would be nice too. Mm-hmm. Creme fraiche would be nice and tart. So that sounded good to me. But then I was thinking, you know, it would be a nice too some sort of uh, uh, like a little crumble, you know. Like a like a uh, oh, yeah. graham cracker crumble, yeah, yeah. you know, something like that. Something with a little bit of moisture, a little bit of uh, sweetness, you know, kind of a grainy kind of yeah. So I I don't know, I haven't figured out what you, what it's going to be yet, but I think the filling for sure is. Oh, I actually know that I thought about. You know what I want to do? I want to do uh, those berries with the, the the that sugar, and I want to do some a uh, little bit of um, yeah, a little bit of fresh vanilla, vanilla bean. You know, kind of scraped into there. And then I think I would like creme fraiche, you know, rather than whipped cream. Well, whatever you want, I, it's fine with me. Yeah, it's it's going to be good. And it's <laughs> going to be light. It's going to be fresh, going to be tasty. You know, and anything of the fresh berry will work, you know. Of course. Yeah. And I think, but I, I think uh, people are still going to want that pumpkin pie. It's yeah, a tradition. Yeah, do it, do it, do it. Yeah, you know, uh, turkey and pie, they go together. Yeah. So you make all of the for so for Thanksgiving you make all of the sides, and typically, typically, yeah, yeah and appetizers and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but my mom is the one that makes the turkey yeah. and the stuffing, and the bird, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, and ham, and and then my sister makes the cranberries. So yeah, as long as we got all that going, we're, we should be good. And you're you're gonna you're gonna get me that bottle of whiskey you were talking we're, about, we're, right? We're, We've got a bottle of whiskey coming and plenty yeah. of uh, that Talisker twelve year old that twelve year old Talisker <laughs> is going to be amazing. You know, and, you know, I learned something about whiskey when I was a youngin in my twenties. I had a friend of mine who uh, he and his family were big time Johnny Walker Black Label whiskey people, and uh, I went along with it because I didn't know any better. You know, and uh, and they also liked uh, Buchanan's uh, whiskey. And I, you know, it was it was fine. It's a blended whiskey. And then uh, somewhere about fifteen years ago, I got turned on to this uh, single malt uh, called Talisker, and it's so 
Okay. Well, first of all, went down to, uh, I think it was uh, Wally's in LA. And I said, you know, I'm looking for something new. I'm looking for some kind of uh, uh, whiskey, that, you know, something different. And I tried about 10 of them. And nothing really hit my palate very well. You know, they, they were, you know, they're whiskey. But nothing was dialed in 100% until I hit Talisker. And then when I went in there, I, I got that whiskey. These guy says, you're going to love it. Took it home. It tasted like gasoline. <laughs> and I was like, I was like. It's I, true. I, I, I remember this. You're yeah. like, this is not yeah. what I thought it was I went back be. to the store. I complained. And I said, hey, listen, man. I, I threw that junk away. It, mm. it was just. You didn't do that, it, did I, you? I did something like that. I said, this was. I was so mad because it was so peaty. And you, so you spent you know, so much money yeah. on it. And I was like, ah. Oh. So I went back there and the guy's, well, you know, try, let's try something else. I said, yeah. I said, man, that last stuff was garbage. It was like, <laughs> it was like you know, it was like drinking, uh, like there was a fire in my neighborhood and I was drinking from the sewer, right? <laughs> and uh, this guy goes, okay, well, how'd you serve it? I said, well, you know, the way you said, right? You know, neat from the bottle. He says, neat. Oh, no, no. He says, you got, you got to put some water. I said, yeah, okay, well, so I'm thinking, you know, the way I'd been drinking Johnny Walker Black with all those years with the ice and, I mean, the, and the water and all that. He says, no, you want to take just a drop of water, a drop, maybe two in, a, in your glass. And it says, open up like a flower. And I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it worked. Yeah, I have been drinking that whiskey ever since. It is so delicious. Yeah. It's so robust. It's so flavorful. It's so uh, luscious and d- d- delicious. But I think you've tried to give it to other people too, and they're like, "Nope, they don't like it." No, nope, no, nope. it's 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 a you know it's an acquired taste, I guess. And uh, I, 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 well, you know, I feel lucky. You know, I feel lucky. Anytime that you can pick up on notes that other people cannot, you know, uh, it's I feel lucky. You know, I feel like wow, you know, how, what, what am why am I so lucky to be tasting these subtle details? And you look at it like it's garbage. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. But more for you. Yeah, fantastic. I'm in. Mm-hmm. Uh so uh that that's it. That's our our Thanksgiving menu. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I I, I don't Man, know. Man, I want my sweet potato pancakes and I want the amuse bouche, the little soup amuse bouche. I think I might be squash. I think I might be looking forward to the soup more than anything. Mm. So I really have to figure out what I'm going to do and how I'm going to do it. Yeah. I got to make sure that thing's right. You know. You will. I'm excited. Thanksgiving's always a nice, you know, you mm. eat all the fattening stuff and, you know, especially the, the sweet potato pancakes and caviar. Well, okay, so I don't spe- get that very often. Speaking of which, uh, what are you going to serve it with? Uh, champagne. Any idea what, what variety? I don't, but I'm fairly certain it's going to be a nice champagne. My sister usually brings some really good champagne for that some occasion. Fa- some fancy dance? Yes. You know, I, I think over the years, I think because maybe I'm cheap or because uh, my palate is just adjusted to it, that Piper Sonoma kind of is dialed in for me. Yeah, no, yeah. no. I mean, yeah. it used to, but not yeah. anymore. Not I for mean, me. Yeah, for me. I mean, yeah, there's a, there's more expensive champagne, of course. But, you know, I can't really get into a $100 bottle of champagne. Well, you're crazy then. <laughs> you know, $200 bottle of champagne. Uh, because I'm, nev- I'm never going to appreciate it. I'm never going to get used to this. Well, 
Okay. I mean, you don't have to, but there are uh, uh, some really good $20 champagnes well, out there. Well, do me a favor and point it out when you see it. Because okay. I'm, I'm definitely not, you know, dialed in that way. Okay. Yeah. So I, I want to be. I'd like to be in your party. Yeah. Just haven't been there. No, I'm excited. So we'll have some good champagne for the appetizers. We'll have some, you can have your talisker. Yeah. We'll have some That'll good wine for the meal. And some board games afterwards. Yeah. What are we going to play? Taboo. Um, Taboo. There's a game that we played last time. I'm telling you, I don't think you participated. Um, my cousin had. We all had a really good time with that one. So well, I can't la- think of the name of it. Last but. year, uh, some joker busted out some tequila in the middle of the afternoon. And uh, What? Were we drinking yeah. tequila? So I remember something because I remember no, I, that's I, my birthday. I, I went deep and I don't want to go deep this year. No. No, no, no. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be a teetotaler pedestrian guy. Yeah, I don't want any part of that. Yeah. So um, yeah. So look, um, we're gonna. This is our menu, guys. We would love to hear about your menu. We'd love to hear about. You need what, to post your some of these recipes for people. Yeah, we're, we're gonna put them up. I'm gonna put up some pictures. I'm gonna put up some uh, the recipes where we found them, and we'll put links up so you can get to them. I and, promise you, the the two appetizers are the absolute best. People, you need to make them. Yeah, sweet potato pancakes and caviar is the best bite overall bite in your mouth. That you can imagine for me. <laughs> and, and, you know, and what's nuts is when I brought them originally, everybody was like, what's that? You know, what do you, sweet potatoes? I don't even like sweet potatoes. And uh, caviar, oh, Mr. La-di-da. <laughs> I, I remember getting this uh, these side-eye, you know, from relatives. You know, they were like, caviar? What? Ew. <laughs> the hell is he you know, doing? What, yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> and uh, they've now been, uh, even uh, Uncle Rick. Oh, my Uncle Rick. He loves even, them. Even he, like, he almost loves them as much as I do. He might actually like them a little more. No, because, he doesn't. Yeah, Nobody you know, likes you them know more more You know why he likes them more? Because uh, last time I saw him, which is probably, what, six months ago, uh, he was at the house and he says, I think I finally perfected them. Oh, he's been trying to make yeah, them. He's at home <laughs> making them. You know? And by the so. way, he moved to Mexico, so I think it might be harder to find some of the... Nah. So, well, no. I don't know. Ca- you, you know caviar is available. I mean, I imagine it's not, you know, on every corner. Uh, sweet potatoes Central are. Mexico. Sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes. Look, yeah, you know, in Central Mexico, they have Costco. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, uh, I they, forget yeah, now. <laughs> they, there's a Costco everywhere now. And, uh, you know, so, yeah, I don't think it's not like it used to be. Okay. All right. know? I mean, maybe 10 years ago or something, maybe yeah. it would have been a little different, but yeah. you know, I'm sure it's better now. Yeah, you're right, so, though. He does love them, and you're, I do remember he said he's, he's almost got the recipe, yeah. even though... You should just send it to him now. Now that we found it. Oh no, it. we have a yeah, but mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, he is a fan. He told me I almost got him. <laughs> so close. <laughs> Good for you. So uh, look, uh, guys, if you have uh, recipes that uh, that are awesome and you love them, you know, go to our site, go to Facebook, go to Instagram, share, share with us. We want to hear them. Uh, we'll put these up. Uh, hopefully, you can uh, appreciate them, and maybe they'll work for you, and you can get them to be a part of your families. And uh, we uh, we love doing the show. We hope you like listening. Uh, be nice to each other. Happy Thanksgiving. And uh, we'll be talking to you soon. Uh, happy Thanksgiving. Bye. <laughs>